everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean Danny, across the way. Here's Jimmy. You a little worried? Me? About? Yeah. The Los Angeles Superchargers with Jim Harbaugh. Oh. oh, no, not at all. Not That's at fine. All. Not at all. I, I, I liked how one of his... Uh... I like how a quote came out. I'm not sure exactly where, but uh, apparently uh, during the press conference, like, yeah, we just got to find ourselves a, a, a top quality GM. <laughs> and the Chargers are like, here you go. And you were like, okay. No, no, that was, that was like in Jim Harbaugh's press conference. <laughs> he needed to find a, a top quality GM. And it's like, uh, yeah, you fired, you fired a pretty good one. And we took him. I don't know. Everybody on the comments is like, where is this stellar roster <laughs> that they try right. to claim? I was like, damn, like everybody and like Charger fans were like, we did what fucking roster is this they talking about on on uh, X? Like, come on, there ain't nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Packer fans are happy. Defense, Barry's gone. Strength and conditions coordinator's gone. So it seems like they're finally making a couple changes. You know, it's like it's like living the nineties. The the Packers beat the Cowboys and lose to the Niners. <laughs> or it was either the Packers beat the Cowboys and lost to the Niners, or the Cowboys lost to the Niners and then beat and then the Niners would beat the Packers. But either way. <laughs> one it was like a rock paper scissors of NFL. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Next, it, there's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> what's good, what's new uh, with you, man? Uh, nothing, man. Same old, same old. I took my niece to a concert at Chain Reaction. Have you had you ever been there? First one of the year. First concert of the year. First one of the year. Yes. Rip that bandaid off. I was telling her about trying to, you know, explain to her how small the venue was, and we're standing in line out front, and she was worried that we wouldn't be close. And I'm like, we could be in the back of the venue and we'll be close, okay? Like, we were we're gonna be way closer than we were when we saw them play before. And she's like, we were up against the rail. How could we be any closer? And then she, somebody like opened the door, and she, I'm like, look inside. You can see the back of the venue. <laughs> and she's like, wait, that's it? And I'm like, yes, I told you, it's a 240 person capacity building. Yeah. <laughs> we ended up like on the stage. <laughs> like literally, you know, like she was sitting on the stage between bands. That's hilarious. Setting up and tearing down their own equipment. But uh yeah, it was pretty fun, man. The the Welsh band holding absence was the headliners, their first headlining tour in the States, as they call it. The States. Yes. America. Yeah, they played uh they played in LA Saturday and Anaheim Sunday. Yeah. Seems like they're doing pretty well on the tour places. They're either selling out or coming getting close to capacity for them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't help that the singer does have, you know, the boyish good looks combined <laughs> with the accent. <laughs> like every dude there was just there to accompany the woman that's they were with. <laughs> of course of course of course 
Oh, dude, it was a busy, busy uh, week. So we ended up getting a snowstorm the Friday after um, after we recorded last week. So it was just a uh, crazy, just roads and stuff. I the only thing I hate, I like when the snowstorm hits overnight and then everything gets plowed and I wake up and all I have to really deal with is like my driveway. Like right. it's annoying to be driving through the actual storm. <laughs> yeah, I've never driven an actual snowstorm, mm -hmm. but I've driven through snow. Um, that fresh, you know, not just going up to the mountains out here, but in North Dakota, you know, mm -hmm. and the worst part was like, you know, running someplace, running errands and you go in there and it's like, oh, they, uh, they don't plow their parking lot, do they? No. <laughs> but, yeah, or, know, or they're on the bottom of the list. Yes. Yes. So, but, it, you know, but it was no big deal. It wasn't like that much snow, but it was just more annoying trying to find a place to park mm -hmm. that also where they had also plowed plowed the snow mountains into <laughs> from previous storms yeah um but i ended up oh geez um it's been a long week <laughs> I, I you know, working man as rush says <laughs> um ended up buying a new liquor cabinet i showed you i uh, sent you a a picture um it's a it's pretty nice. I only picked it up for like forty bucks. Where'd you get it from? Uh, Facebook Marketplace. Nice. Yeah, I need to put. I need to redo like the handle because it looks like they, it like got taken off and it got like filled in with something. So, okay, drill that out and I could put like a nice little handle on there. But it seems to hold a, a decent amount of the booze. Of the booze, the booze. The top shelf is like basically non whiskey things, so it's kind of a waste. <laughs> you got your uh, your waifus and whiskey in there? <laughs> no, no waifus and whiskeys. So just whiskeys. So, but uh, I was pretty stoked to actually have all my stuff. Like the only thing is, is like I haven't started. No, I I did move a bunch of the. Uh, smoke smoked uh stations and a couple of the other things over there so i guess the only thing it doesn't have is glasses and like the uh the shakers and stuff it wasn't big enough to hold all of that okay yeah i think it could oh, be fancy. A, yeah it could be a little wider i think if it was like another like six to twelve inches wider it would and make it a little bit fuller i think it would have been like a hundred percent perfect but you know, for the price, exactly. I mean, we were like going. To, we went to like two furniture stores, obviously like chain names, and it's just like, nah, bro, ain't gonna pay <laughs> that much. So we never made it over to IKEA because uh, I, like, I was gonna say IKEA, the Billy man, the Billy with the glass doors. I know, I know. Maybe maybe I should have waited, but I mean, I did want something with like. It was like oh, because it, it's older, so it's like like when you pick it up, it's not like heavy, heavy. But you're like, all right, this is like real wood. I could really actually go through and like sand the shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and like restain it and whatnot if I really wanted to. Yeah, I I know it's it's uh 
my shelf is bolted in, but still a little, I'm always paranoid about everything. And, you know, anytime the, the ground shakes a little, I get a little, especially if I'm home, I get a little silent to make sure I don't hear any uh, glass breakage. You're just, so, every time it shakes, you just run downstairs. Oh, my babies, my babies. Yeah. And Jody's like, we're going to die. And I'm like, my whiskey's going <laughs> to die. <laughs> yeah. So we were getting ready to fall asleep last night. Yeah. And it felt bad for just a quick second because it was close. We had a little 4.5-er wake us up. Uh-oh. Not too far from us. Yeah. And I was like, like I said, just like, she's like starting to, you know, tear up a little bit because she hates earthquakes more than she hates spiders. And I'm like, shh, shh, shh. I need to hear the something whiskey. important. <laughs> I need to listen for something important. I need to see if my investment's broke. <laughs> Not the babies. My liquid uh, courage. <laughs> liquid therapy <laughs> have you ever seen and it's an older movie have you ever seen the movie down and out in beverly hills Mm-mm, i have not so nick it's like the premise is a guy homeless man falls in this rich person's pool and like the wife takes pity on him and basically takes him under her wing and raises him like brings him up to be a socialite mm-hmm. but when uh she finds him in the pool she freaks out and the joke is that she's running around, panicked, doesn't know what to do. So she has her phone, not cell phone, pre-cell phone, house phone, wireless, wireless cell phone, I mean house phone, and is yelling, does anyone know the number to 911? Oh, boy. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Sean, I do this every once in a while just to, you know, make you homesick for the home away from home away from home did you are you eating an in and out or something no but okay. the home the home in between the home away from home i guess <laughs> i'm drinking like rage against the machine says i want to drink jackie o o o o's o o o o o o o jackie o's i went to the restaurant on part of the uh Traverse City Ale Trail, which was very painful. Ten breweries in like three nights. <laughs> two two nights and like half day. <laughs> and, and if one of them was Jackie O's, you know, because they uh they like their barrel aged bullshit. Which uh I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's fallen off because their former seller mm-hmm. guy, the guy that did all their barrel aging. Yeah, left and made his own brewery. Oh, that is a uh, private press brewing. Got you. That, you know, he uh, he had the pandemic model locked down, and didn't even plan on doing it because uh, he doesn't have a tap room. Mm-hmm. Everything is sold via membership. <laughs> so that's why you know, hence the name private press. Interesting. So you get a membership and, and then you could uh, get beer? Fuck. Yep. The only way you get uh, beer is to be a member. My beer's Uh-oh. foaming. I got a mer- beer emergency. <laughs> this is why you always open the beer before the show at the yes. sink. Yes. This has been the first time I actually have had like a beer, one of these sour ales just go... 
I'm fucking crazy. Fuck <laughs> lies. <laughs> I'm just because every time it's just like, you know, get a little fizz and sometimes you get like a little foam just on the top. This is just like a gusher. <laughs> it was a gusher. Now I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Yeah, that almost happened to me last week, but I caught it in time. <laughs> yeah. Did you? But, uh, uh, did but... you? Uh, did you? You didn't open it on the show, did you? No, I opened it before the show, but uh, I did. Uh, like trying to stop it from foaming over, I almost knocked over the half full bottle, and then I ended up tip hitting the glass and trying to catch the bottle and spilt all my computer debt on the table. Yeah. So... Nice. So terrible. Well, it's all going into the show right now. I'll cut it. Yeah. I'm only going to edit a little bit out. Edit the silence. <laughs> I think the yelling I mean, fuck on the podcast for a Foley beer is uh, perfect. Yes. We do our own stunts here, everybody, just so you know. <laughs> even, even Jackie Chan ended up in the hospital every once in a while. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Sorry, but I don't even know. Wait, we were talking about Jackios. Wait, and then we were talking about private press. Yes, about their yes, pandemic yes. model because they didn't have to worry about. You know, everyone was like, "We need to figure out a way to get to be able to ship our beers." And he's like, "Already done." <laughs> I guess he's having a uh, his first ever public sale this coming up weekend somewhere mm. up no northern California. Oh, nice. So there's going to be an assortment of bottles that people can buy that aren't members. They're probably like old, like, like open just for, sitting on the like, back shelf. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been open for, you know, pretty much, he opened up right at the pandemic. So yeah. it just sucks that my, my contact bailed on me and didn't give me a chance to keep it going. Because he uh he canceled his membership and I was like, wait, aren't you supposed to be getting, like I got, I saw his uh, social media post that he was shipping stuff out and I was I'm like, wait a minute, um, do you not need me to be your mule anymore? And he's like, oh, no, I canceled my membership. And I was like, no, no, you monster. Yes. So, but so this is Jackie O's, the Iron Furnace. It is a barley wine style ale brewed with brown sugar and maple syrup aged in bourbon barrels. Mm -hmm. So it says in the late 1800s, iron furnaces around the Southeast Ohio area burned red hot smelting ore into iron. The Hope Furnace outside of Athens County operated from 1854 to 1874, producing 15 tons of iron a day. The structure still stands today and was an inspiration for the biggest, richest, and burliest barley wine style we have ever produced. It was brewed with a ludicrous... It's, it's a mega maid. She's gone ludicrous speed. <laughs> ludicrous amount of local maple syrup and aged for 18 months in some of our favorite bourbon barrels. And it's in partnership with the University of Ohio History Center. Fucking history nerds. <laughs> Damn them nerds. Oh, man, that's... I mean, it's sweet, but not overly sweet. doesn't go full, um, like, pastry stout sweet. Yeah. But you can definitely get some of the brown sugar notes because, you know, they talk about like Rolos or toffee. Yeah. It's one of the flavors that you look for in a barley wine. And so that just kind of accentuates that flavor that's already there. Yeah. 
That's a pretty good barley wine. Jackie O's does have some pretty solid barrel aged beers. Yeah, no, they they definitely did. They're definitely uh funky in their own way. And it's a I don't know if they did this on purpose, but it's in a twelve point seven ounce bottle. Mm-hmm. And the ABV is also twelve point seven ounces. <laughs> well, twelve point seven percent. I mean percent, yes. That. <laughs> Goddamn. They're drunk. both twelve point seven. <laughs> I read the I read the same line twice. <laughs> it's all good. We know we we know you what you meant. Um yeah. We got your back. But you you couldn't you couldn't let it hang though, huh? Yeah. No. Nah. Nah. If you didn't if you didn't correct me, somebody else would have. It's like I could tell when certain people hit points on the podcast and it's like, Hey, remember that part when you fucked up? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, Yeah, you fucked up and I'm like, I know I fucked up. But thank you for reminding me for the time I fucked up. Uh. <laughs> but also, it's it's it is it is a a pleasant reminder that you know I'm not the only one that's not listening to the podcast, but hitting play on it and letting it go through. <laughs> At least somebody listens. Somebody cares. Somebody somewhere. So, do you have any uh, actual beer left to drink, or did it just? ejaculatedly premature all of your uh no i, I still got beer face and computer okay. i still got beer <laughs> this is called a jedi mind trick it's a sour ale with passion fruit and dragon fruit uh it is brewed at hidden springs ale works which is in tampa florida um and it comes in at 5.5 percent so it's got you know all that bunch of fucking star wars shit on there D- disney I see, will probably i see sue baby yoda shit. yeah i fucking i will stab you i i will fucking stab you don't you fucking say baby yoda it's baby yoda dude it's their fault they fucked up by not <laughs> correcting people too soon they got in the vernacular i'm gonna cancel i mean they've i'm canceling it they even have the they even wrote the whole canceled. song about it <laughs> they, they even wrote the whole song about it Baby Yoda, do to do to do. Baby Yoda, do to do to do. Baby Yoda, do to do to do. Use the force. Dude, this is the first sour ale that I could actually say. It's sour. Dude, I'm pleasantly surprised. At this beer, because I feel like every sour is just like, quote unquote, sour, but it tastes like a sugar bomb that went off. Um, Yes. Honestly, I am so angry at the sour industry in the beer industry right now that I was actually getting ready to go into brewing so I could do classic sours. (laughs) Just like age them for like, uh, you know, six months and whatnot, just to get like something actually drinkable back on the. Uh, you back mean, in the you weren't gonna home, homebrew a kettle sour and then put in two pounds of strawberries and some milk sugars and some regular sugar and make yourself a strawberry shortcake sour? No. Maybe even throw throw up some uh, angel food cake in the mash tun. No. No. I'm sure somebody has that exact recipe somewhere. <laughs> I'm looking at 450 North, or um, I can't think of the name. Oh, Duclaw. That's the one. Duclaw in yep. uh, Baltimore. One of those two have to have to have already done something like that. Mm-hmm. It sounds ridiculous enough to be up their alley. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's oh, and the vanilla ice yeah. cream. If it's um, there's the one in Texas where they actually put the vanilla ice cream in all their fucking sours. Maybe they did it too, but like I said, with vanilla ice cream. Uh, yeah, but um, no, it's definitely um, it's soury, but you get like all the uh, fruity notes on the back, like. It like it just like strikes your tongue with sour, and then you get like afterwards you get like the fruity flavors um, rolling down. So if you definitely like a more sour, actually sour beer, this one's act is not bad. Don't let the uh, the uh, you know don't let all the goofiness in, in on the can. Yeah, don't let the typical beer like stealing art like fool you it is pretty it is really solid it's definitely one of the best sours i've had in a lot in a in a little while now D did you get that from uh Fajor? oh yes this is part of the uh back of the fridge uh brought to you by Fajor. <laughs> I, I guess I, mo I mostly guess because uh one day recently might have even been last weekend he uh went on a star wars themed beer drinking he did Mike. he sure did i didn't realize that uh disney released a, a bunch of beers <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's why everything they, they brew it once and never again because it's like by the time the corporation gets the uh c and d letter out mm -hmm. they're like hey man we've already seen we've already seen indeed you're, you've wasted your time. We are a seed that deed. <laughs> I did pick up a, a new bottle uh, as well. So this is the uh, Old Forester 1920 Prohibition style. Um, so during Prohibition, Old Forester was bottled as a medicinal whiskey at, at uh, 117 West Main Street under Kentucky Permit. Number three, the typical barrel proof at that time prior to bottling was 115 so this uh this baby this baby kicks so so for those of you not speaking bourbon terms it is 57.5 percent abv so this is uh one of the uh one of the more higher proofs that they have they actually released a couple more uh another bottle out uh i think recently i think weren't we talking about it on one of the previous shows we might have mentioned it um i know la bodega is supposed to be getting it in soon mm -hmm. the 1924 oh i've not about. yeah i've not seen the 1924 i've seen the 18 i've seen the two 1800s like 1870 or some shit like that so but have you seen this one sean oh boy that's the statesman the statesman i have not seen the statesman so this one was actually is a movie tie-in got you for the movie the kingsman the second one when they come to the states mm -hmm. you know because the, the whole, have you seen the kingsman movie no are you familiar with the premise at all uh i think we've talked about it a few times on the show it's yeah i've seen a couple of, i've seen three of the movies so far mm -hmm. the, the regular the sequel and then the prequel um so basically the main premise is that it's a group of british it's a british spy organization that is you know not really tied to anything that is run through a tailor shop mm -hmm. okay. called um 
the Kingsmen. And so they end up getting a lead on something for the second one, and they have to go to the United States. And they're told to go to this distillery and come to find out that, you know, the American version, the Statesman, mm-hmm. there's the Kingsman and there's the Statesman, and the Statesman operate out of a distillery with Channing Tate Yum, as he is addressed in uh, somewhere. I can't remember what movie it was, but they did, yes, call him Channing Tate Yum. <laughs> Channing, Channing, Channing. But yeah, this is a tie in with that movie. Mm-hmm. It is a 95 proof bourbon brewed exclusively for statesmen. How fancy. Yes. <laughs> so I learned something interesting on a podcast today or yesterday. If, a, if it says that it's straight bourbon, whiskey, straight bourbon, mm-hmm. that means it has to have been aged at least two years. Got you. Um, and then for it to be bottled and bond, it's a four-year process. Got you. Interesting. I mean, it's got nice color. I mean, it's Old Forester, right? Yeah. It's, you don't say smooth, you say balanced? <laughs> I would say that the 1920 bottle, it it's bold. It's yes. bold, and it the uh, the Kentucky Hug is strong. Um, it's not as smooth as the barrel Ballad. strength or uh, the barrel strength one that I have from Frey Ranch or the Jack Daniels, Frank Sinatra. It's not as smooth. Um, it has good flavor, though. I like the taste of it. It just, it fucking, like, burns <laughs> yes. going down, though. Like, it just doesn't have that, like overly smoothness from it so you do have the good flavor and um i've i've used it in like some of my um and uh i did a butter pecan old-fashioned so like when i want like when i don't when i'm not making like a mix mix drink like i don't mind jumping up to one of these like 60 dollar bottles because i think it just helps the old-fashioned um be better and because i don't really want to use like a 30 dollar bottle for like an old-fashioned that's like basically drinking it straight you know what i mean so i definitely want to uh do that so this is kind of like when i want something a little bit more that packs a punch um with my old fashions i do like it i like to drink it straight but this is going to be one of those ones like i'm not going to try to drink it um neat or straight um very often just because i don't i think i have other stuff that i could drink that's i would rather drink that barrel that i'd rather drink the fray ranch to be honest than this if i was drinking like neat versus neat right so but i still do like this so that's how i would this is where i kind of put it in my drinking category and this and that one might be something that might have held up better doing the sprite test because of the higher proof. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you, know, you probably want yeah. to get get something over over a hundred proof, maybe one hundred and five proof for that. Yeah, with that, or else it's just going to taste bland like it did because we both <laughs> had lower proof bourbons. That is true. That is true. Yeah, it's funny. I bought this. Uh, I bought this from um, 
a liquor store. It's a little bit smaller of a liquor store, but they have all the old Forrester stuff that I want. Um, and there's another bourbon I'll probably drink on the show next week that I actually really like. Um, but um, they have a bottle of Happy is up on the shelf for nine nine nine. He's like, he's like, that price is negotiable. I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't know if it's. <laughs> Like, how negotiable is negotiable <laughs> dude even if you sold it to me for msrp i think it's still slightly above my price range <laughs> right like i don't know man i better get like a promotion or i better get a uh like a fat bonus to justify buying that <laughs> right uh la bodega has the old forester birthday bourbon there for the oh. same price but I was looking at like retail, like looking it up online, and I was like, "Wait, places have it for sale for like, like almost two thirds of the price." Yeah. Like you know, normally they don't uh, mark stuff up, but that one was a little marked up. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. I mean, I was probably gonna if I did buy it, I'd get it technically for free. Yeah. Uh, oh. you know, former yeah. former president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, would buy it for me. <laughs> With his uh, COVID money. Mm -hmm. But uh, but even then, I'm like, ah, I'd probably go buy something more fun than that. It'd be a fun bottle. But yeah, maybe you could uh, sweeten the pot with cash and be like, yo, girl, bring that down. Mm -mm. I'm a right. repeat customer. Mm -mm. Hook a brother up. Mm -mm. <laughs> maybe don't do yeah, any of I'll that. <laughs> Then, then, then they're like, yes, um, it's $1,500. <laughs> I'm not an expert negotiator. Maybe don't take my advice. Um, it's $1,500, and uh, whether or not you buy it, as soon as you leave the store, uh, you are permanently banned from ever re-entering the store. <laughs> Perma-banned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got taser yep. guns aimed at the door for perma-bands. That way they come in. Just yes. Going down. Or, I can't remember the movie, but I know Robert England was in it, and they're like cannibals, and it wasn't the Hills Have Eyes, but like the main two heroes, the hero and the heroine, go to take off on a motorcycle, and you think they get away, and uh, they run through a piece of wire that was run across the road, and it cuts their heads off. Yeah. And that's like the final scene of the movie is like her head, like like his head, like his head at the neck and her in the middle. And you just, the end of the movie is just her head, like sliding the top of her head, sliding down. Yeah. Like that. I just walked in the store and like my head gets cut off. <laughs> There's just a samurai there, just like a statue. just like, that's, that's new. <laughs> yeah. For the perma bands. For the perma bands. Yeah. Oh. Some sad news. Oh, did you in did the, you drink the, it? I don't even remember. I you did. Said. I told you I did. Oh. I did. I said it was pretty good. Okay. I mean, it's it's old Forester. It definitely smells sweet on the nose yeah. after it's been sitting for a few minutes. Sweeter. Yeah. It's easy to drink. Um, yeah, this is something. Yeah, you can definitely drink this. Uh, uh, neat. Sit back and put some, put down some fingers. Part of the nights that say. Neat. Neat. <laughs> neat. <Sneaky. laughs> we are no longer the nice to say neat. We are the nice to say old fashioned, old fashioned, old fashioned. 
but yes, I mean, I mean, there's a reason why in our pursuits of possibly going to Kentucky for the bourbon trail, the only two definite stops is uh, Old Forester and the Buffalo Trace distilleries. Mm-hmm. That is, that is definitely true. I mean, uh, I think those are definitely in the bandwagon. It's really gonna. There's probably definitely some other ones we'll go check out. So, but but those are like high on our list for both of us because uh, we haven't had a bad bottle from either company. That is true. That is true. One day I'll get that fancy. That'll be like my first like bottle that like fancy bottle that I buy. It'll be like if we're lucky enough when we go to. <laughs> Buffalo Trace, and it's just like, all right, this is what we have for sale today. I'll be like, oh, and we go in, dude, and then we see Buffalo Trace. I'm just gonna like just go sit in the corner and cry. I know that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Knowing our luck, it'll be Buffalo Trace, and I'm like, dude, I can get this at home for like seventeen dollars and not have to worry about it breaking in my suitcase. <laughs> I, you know, I see people on Reddit all the time posting. It's like, oh man, I got this for a deal at like forty dollars. I, I can't wait to try it. And everyone in the comments, like maybe a little too dickish. Yeah. But are like, yeah, it's not a $40 bottle, dude. It's like a $30, $25 bottle at best. I don't like, think you you're going to be disappointed yeah. at 40. Yeah. I, I wasn't disappointed at 40 when I bought it. So, well, and I, I bought a previous bottle like a long time ago, like before COVID. I was like, I remember I was like, what should I get? And you're like, for mixing, you're like, get Buffalo Trace. I'm like, okay. Like, I just grabbed it from fucking Wegman's store for, like, nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was a fool then. I wish I would have known. Should have <laughs> grabbed that Blanton's then. All them other fancy beer, whiskey stuff before COVID happened. Well, even um, Blanton's is... Uh was a little bit harder to find then. Yeah. But not as hard as... Oh, it. yeah. I don't mind it being hard to find. I just don't want to pay, like, $300 for the bottle. (laughs) Oh, fuck that, yeah. No, I... There was a place in Hemet that I went to before COVID, and the guy was trying to sell it for uh, $250 or $300. And he could tell by, like, my reaction that I was like, you know, that's bullshit. And he's like, no, the guy that... The distributor told me that that's what it sells for. And I'm like, maybe secondary? Like, you're retail, dude. You're not supposed to sell shit for secondary price. But yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> oh, man. So, the convenience store, Sean. Mm-hmm. Some sad news in the convenience store world. We were about to lose the namesake of one of the greatest named convenience stores ever. Yeah. We're no longer going to have come and goes, Sean. <laughs> and it's not because a couple weeks ago, some lady got arrested for doing exactly that. <laughs> At the store? At the store, yes. Oh, boy. She flicked the bean and bailed. <laughs> so, But apparently they got bought by another gas station company called Maverick. Ah, uh, gotcha. And so now, by 2025, all of the the come and goes are going to be Mavericks. Oh no! Boo, boo! <laughs> I've never even came in. I was. I never even went to come and go. I don't even. What a region is it in? I'm think mid more mostly like Midwesty area somewhere. Maybe, but it's you know, um. 
do you hear the the drama or the controversy that is with Bucky's or Boosie's? No, I did not hear that. So apparently, a lot of people are pissed, and by the people that are pissed, I mean the people that this rule applies to. Uh, <laughs> but they don't allow truckers at their place. Really? Yeah. That, what the fuck? That's random. Well, because you know, part of it is because you know, whenever it pops up on Reddit. We're like, yeah, because fucking truckers destroy the bathrooms. Like, you get so many of them going, and they don't want to have to worry about trying to go clean up a destroyed toilet at three o'clock in the morning. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then they got to worry about like the fucking piss buckets, piss bottles in the in the parking lot that they leave, and the lot lizards that show up. That's fair. You it's know, it's like, a yeah. hard industry for hard people. But then it's funny, like, people were like, yeah, I'm a trucker and I'm boycotting it. And they're like, well, that's kind of the point of you not being allowed to go there. <laughs> it's like when COVID, people were like, I, I refuse to shop at places that make me wear a mask. And they're like, well, that's that's kind of the point of them making you wear a mask. <laughs> I will boycott this place. And they're like, yeah, that, no, no, it's not called boycotting if you're not allowed to go in there. That's too funny. <laughs> so, other half. New York-based brewery opened a tap room in Chicago, mm-hmm. and they did raised they find their some... other half in Chicago. They did not. It's it's still the same half. <laughs> they almost didn't find any half in Chicago actually because <laughs> they raised the ire of beer fans there and around the internet mm-hmm. because they're going to be charging sixteen dollars a pint for some of their beers. Whoa. That's some fucking emotional damage right there. Yes. And so after, you know, basically all of the internet erupted, they're like, whoa, okay, okay, okay. $16 is a bit extreme. You're right. Um, We're going to only charge $12 for some of those pints. (laughs) And I can only imagine that maybe it's some of their, like, you know, fancier barrel-aged bullshit. I mean, a four dollar swing is pretty good, but yeah, I would. I yeah. can't like. You're selling a fucking like pale ale lager. No, it's not. Like yeah. that for no, twelve dollars. Like that's a little nah. rough. It wouldn't be that. It would probably be like their fancier, like either hype beers because they're a uh, one of the couple of uh, hype New England style hazy producers. You know where people would show up in mass and you know buy cases of them to trade across the country or sell for markup. I'm selling this on the internet. It's my job. Yes. I spent $300 on all these and I'm going to sell it for $600. (laughs) Limit two. What are they trying to do? Bankrupt to me? How am I supposed to make money? Exactly. You're (laughs) ah. So like during the pandemic, you know, people couldn't go anywhere. And one of the companies that, got the best of it was Drizzly. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Drizzly? I've never used it, but you could buy you could buy liquor from the there, right? It's like a liquor home delivery service. Yes. Yeah. Like Uber Eats for booze. Yeah, if I wanted to go so, to like a high-priced liquor store and just be robbed financially, I would shop at Drizzle. Right, and most of the people <laughs> that I hear are talking about using it Basically, it's like, well, we're out of booze or the specific booze we want to drink, mm-hmm. and all of us are too fucking drunk to drive. 
and the, the the cost of drizzly is way fucking cheaper than the cost of you know a dui yeah so we're just gonna go ahead and uh order some more you know fireball let's spend 50 dollars for a bottle of fireball Woo! we gotta get the woo girls going Woo! exactly so <laughs> you know their their business was fucking taken off during the pandemic so uber eats ended up buying them for quite a bit of money and they just announced now that they're shutting it down no more drizzly i'm not really I surprised by this they're trying to you know and i'm sure somewhere people were like the people that you know championed for uber to buy it is going to be like there's never going to be a bottom on this people are always going to want to order booze they're not going to want to drive and go get more alcohol they're going to pay club prices to drink at home <laughs> oh jeez jeez oh. that, that's crazy so it's gone what It'll, a terrible it's, it's, investment it, yes it's not officially gone yet but like in the next month or two i think marchish i think is when it's scheduled to shut down mm-hmm. so just gone and now so, you go <laughs> There's a uh, after-school club in San Clemente that's pissing off a lot of local parents because, you know, they have a one club there that's a church club. Yes. So in response, and and I think I, I appreciate them for this, for being a uh, First Amendment fact-checker, the <laughs> Church of Satan. And they're like, well, why do you call yourself the Church of Satan if you uh, don't worship Satan? It's like, because it makes you unpleasant it makes you unhappy and uncomfortable that's why <laughs> but they uh they started a church of satan club at this at the school and parents some, like some random are teenagers to are like let's create this uh church of satan club and i don't know if like the teenagers came up with the idea or if somebody like hit them up and it's like hey they got a christian club there why don't you make this other club because <laughs> and test and test to see if they actually believe in the first amendment or if they're just using that as an excuse to get what they want. Yeah. Like what happened? I can't remember what state it was, but they put up a uh, nativity scene Mm -hmm. and they're like, well, if you put up the nativity scene, then every other religion should be allowed to put up us something. And so they're like, no, that's right. You are. So the church of Satan put up uh, a thing and some guy came through and like destroyed it with a chainsaw. Of course he did. So basically, uh, that's tolerance is not really a strong suit here. No, first amendment <laughs> for me, first amendment for me, not for the yes. So, uh, another reason for people, to, another excuse for people having cable is going to be gone soon, Sean. Yeah, starting next year, WWE Monday Night Raw is going to be broadcast on Netflix. That is so random. Right? <laughs> it's not going to be on USA anymore. For, that it's been on there forever. Yeah, I was going to say. They just were like, we're done. Their contract was up and Netflix threw the Netflix money at them. Vince McMahon was like just doing the throat cross off, crying. Well, actually, well, Vince doesn't own them anymore. so That's right. The same company is a Saudi company that also bought UFC. Mm-hmm. And recently they put Rock on their uh, the board for overseeing UFC and WWE. And also the now it's the USFL. 
well, the UFL or whatever. I think the USFL and XFL merged into one league. Yeah. That starts up, They their season starts at the end of the Super, like around the, soon, right? Cause it's like either Super like the yeah. end of February, beginning of March, somewhere in that. There's like a spring thing. Yeah. And, and I know they were talking about making it a, like a, basically like the developmental type league or whatever mm-hmm. for NFL players, making it easier for NFL players to, if they excel in the, in this league, that they can join the NFL. Yeah. Instead of having to go to the Canadian Football League, like Doug Flutie did back in the day. Mr. Flutie. <laughs> uh-huh. Makes sense. And then some. Oh, how? What is the? Uh, what? What is the uh, census on the uh, wrestling communities about it going to Netflix? Or is there nobody cares? Um, I mean, at this point now, it's just mostly the you know upsetness of like, well, fuck. I don't want to have to pay cable and Netflix, or I don't want to do, you know, like, like I already got rid of my Netflix because they don't have anything on there. I want to watch anyways. <laughs> but, the, but the only thing that I haven't, I haven't seen anything, how it will affect their streaming because they have the Peacock. They're under the Peacock umbrella. Mm-hmm. Cause the uh, USA is a part of the NBC family. And so they have all of the um, archived episodes and, you know, that's where you watch the pay-per-view. So I don't know if, if it's like if it's live on Netflix, if it's going to show up on the Peacock, like the next day or a week later, or a month later, or what? I haven't seen anything. Yeah, given okay. that detail. Yeah, but some good news for me. I'm hoping, Sean. Hopefully, Amazon has bailed Valley Sports Network out of its um, uh, bankruptcy, and they're going to start showing, and they'll be able to show Valley Sports Game Valley Games. On Amazon Prime. Bally games? Yes. So, like, it used to be Prime Ticket and Fox Sports 1, but then, you know, Disney bought them, so they had to change the name. So, like, local here, it's like the Angels, the Kings, and the Ducks. Yeah. There's, like, 26 teams total. But the problem is, is, you know, because of the Bally contract, I can't watch any local... You can't watch the Ducks or the Kings on ESPN+, Plus unless it's a certain like a broadcast game like if it's an espn aired game yeah but then or i could pay 20 dollars a month for the bally app which i heard is a fucking nightmare according to uh <laughs> by nightmare is it worse than high dive i'm asking yeah. the real questions here worse so oh my god the king's realm podcast um one game you know they went to commercial break and they had the screen up pop up. It's like, hey, commercials are being shown on local television. They didn't remember to go back to the game when the commercial break ended. And it was on that screen for like 10 or 15 minutes. What the fuck? What and then another game, And then another game recently, um, there was, they went over the scheduled time. Mm-hmm. And the game just, they just stopped the coverage of the game with three minutes left in the game. They went to the post game show. <laughs> what an awkward post game show. The game's not done, but we're here. Yes. Talking about it. And then there's randomly throughout the game, the um, audio and video will just go out of sync as much as like 45, 50 seconds. The oh audio my... will be ahead of the video. Oh my God. Wow. Maybe it needed to die. Maybe we didn't need it. <laughs> Right. So as much as I hate high dive, you just based on those examples, you do agree that it is 
make high dive look. Yeah. Like professionals, like they're run by professionals. Yeah. Cause I was going to, I, dude, I had to watch, I had to watch one of my fucking animes on Xbox instead of my phone because like high dive was just like, we're not working tonight. We're done. This anime ain't watching. You can't do it. I don't care if you're on cell service. I don't care if you're on Wi-Fi. Fuck it. You can't watch it. It just kept giving me the uh, playback error just over and over and over and over. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. I was like, I just want to watch this anime. Yeah, I had had one just give me the the little spinning circle, loading spinning circle on my Xbox. And so I had to go watch it on my phone. It's weird. So, I never have it. Like I, I have more issues like on my phone than I do on the, uh, on my uh, Xbox. So, oh, and I noticed something, like, and I haven't had a chance to really check it out. I just saw it real quick as I was logging off my my Xbox for the night. It looks like Crunchyroll is available to be watched through Amazon Prime. Like uh, you have to have Crunchyroll. So which, that solves the problem of my upstairs smart TV not having the Crunchyroll app. Yeah. But yeah. it does have Amazon. Yeah. So I can like, go to Amazon, then go to Crunchyroll, which is, you know, extra steps, but it's better than not being able to watch it at all, I guess. True. Especially with there being I, so much anime to watch. I know. But I did watch the finish the, se- the second season of the Amazon Prime exclusive show, Reacher. Reacher! Which, man, you know, when people complained about Jack, I mean, uh, Tom Cruise playing the character, because he's supposed to be like this big dude. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but he's little and it, it loses the appeal. And it's like, yeah, but he did it good. And then watching the guy that they cast as him, just this big, like, imposing oaf. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, Tom Cruise made the character different. Like, he seemed a little more psychotic because he's like tiny and beating people up and not scared. Versus this guy that's, you know, like 6'5 mm-hmm. and built. And it's like, oh, you, you guys really want to fight him? Yeah. You sure about that? I know there's like a handful of you, but still. <laughs> Seems a little um, buff. Yes. Um, just like the first season, it's one of those where even when the hero is in trouble, you know, he's not in trouble. You just got to know that, oh, the good guys are going to win. Let's just go for the ride. Yeah. Um, and they don't even like bother uh, hiding. They they pretty much tell you who the villain is almost right from the jump. Uh, he's played by uh, Robert Patrick, who was the Liquid Terminator in Terminator Two. Okay. Which they make a reference to it in the first episode because Reacher always uses um, fake names of Yankees players. I think specifically second baseman. Yeah. And so I guess you know they're being followed by the dude already. And they check into a hotel, and it's like, yeah, he uh, he checked under this name, whatever I can't remember. And then it's like she checked in as a uh, Sarah Connor, and the guy, the bad guy's like, oh, that guy, he's a uh, he played for the Yankees. And the, the guy, his, you know, Trooney was like, Crony was like, uh, what about Sarah Connor? And he's like, I have no idea who the fuck that is. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. So you know, there's you know, some nods in there. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a pretty good action show. Mm-hmm. Nothing uh, too serious. There's eight episodes, about forty five minutes an episode. No, uh, no deep thought required, but a fun ride. 
Okay. Or you can, you know, if you want to think, I guess you could read the books. <laughs> Reading's hard. Yes. Oh, man. But yes. There are some uh, more anime that we started watching. Did you watch just one episode of these or did you watch any more? Um, the first two I've been uh, watching, I have not started. I've not tried to watch Torture the third oh, one. Oh, I did try to. I, I tried to give you an advance notice too that, hey, you, maybe did. you should watch it. You did. I just. Then maybe I don't we'll know, man. I was, I was just. Well, I, I, I'm conflicted on whether I want to watch it or not. <laughs> we're going to save this so one. You have to at least watch the first episode. You're going to do me dirty like that. Yep. Doing me dirty. Doing We're going to save that one for next week. Next week, Sean. Next, I'm going to be right there. I'm writing a note right here. Next. Next. I wish this beetle would just fucking chew through my eye and just end it. Um, the first one. You've, you've watched much, much worse. Trust me. If do you even like this anime? The Tis Time for a Torture Princess? Yes. Enough to ask you to at least watch one episode, yes. Fine. Guilt guilted me into it. I will uh I will find I will find time this time and I will not start other random animes. <laughs> 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 Even even Jody liked it. She watched it with me. She thought it was silly in a good way. Yeah, I still got to watch that one on Netflix, that cooking one. Um, my uh, my girlfriend actually started uh, watching that one. I was like, "You're watching anime? What? And about what? and about cooking? Two things what? she hates? No. Say what? <laughs> Say what? Um, the first random anime on Crunchyroll from this season." The unwanted undead adventurer. We have an adventurer who's not very strong, but he is well liked. What's up? But he wants to be strong. He wants to be a high level. He wants to be a high level. He's got something to prove. He uh, he ends up uh, through good luck or bad luck. He finds his way into a secret pack uh, passage. Um, no, it's a, a new trail, and he ends up getting murdered, and he wakes up undead. Um, obviously, because he is a zombie, like, people... Well, skeleton in the beginning. Yeah, skeleton in the beginning. People don't trust him, and, you know, he's worried that people will try to kill him if they see a skeleton walking around a dungeon. Um, it is a... Uh, it is slow. I do like watching it. Um, I think the premise is, uh, different and I'm curious to see how this kind of goes, but I feel like it's not really going to go anywhere after 12 episodes and it'll just be kind of like, I will probably at the end of the series, I will be like, did I waste my life watching this anime? Cause it's, it's only has like three episodes out right now, but it's like, like it's on the, it's on the fence, man. Like if it gets worse, like I'm not watching it, because it's just and it. But the problem is, it's just kind of slow. I feel like I don't know like where it's really going at the end of the day. Right. I only watched two episodes, and like you said, you know, he encounters the other adventurer and stuff, and so I have a feeling the show there isn't going to necessarily be a 
a big bad, but I do have a feeling that he's going to have to save her. I think that I just have a feeling that's what the, the show is going to devolve or evolve into is just him shadowing her and, you know, basically trying to stop her from following the same path that he did of being, you know, liked, but look too low ranked to, uh, for other people to want to party with him, party up with him. And so he ends up, you know, by himself. So I have a feeling either he's going to keep saving her or he's going to help her level up so that she can be strong enough to lead the life that he wanted, you know, like a sports parent. Like I, I sucked at baseball, but you're going to be in the MLB. Yeah. Even if you hate me. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. Um, another, another one on, uh, from this season on crunchy roll, the wrong way to use healing magic. Um, so this one I think has three episodes out. It starts with, um, three people, um, you know, just after school, they end up getting transported to another world through magic. Then they get told they can't come back. Uh, two of the character, two of the side characters kind of, because they're more side characters have all these powers and then, and they're supposed to be knights and training, and the main character has like this green power, but they tell him not to worry. Like they're gonna send him somewhere. He's gonna be on a relaxing vacation, like nothing to worry about. And uh, he ends up like the door fucking slams open. You know, it's like tr- white trench coat, black combat boots, like badass girl lady comes in, and and uh, and sh- they the main character says he has green what does green uh well magic first they, like they get her to leave like yeah. the king oh the yeah, king yeah, yeah. And everybody's like like they're oh they're in there and it's like oh have they already done their stuff yet and it's like yeah and it's like how'd it go uh nothing unusual like they're all fucking terrified of her and she's starting to walk away and the king's like all right just like looking at the dude like just shut the fuck up and we're good like don't say anything and he's like so, like we were saying before, she, I, I was rudely interrupted. Mm-hmm. What does having the what does the ball thing turning green mean? Yeah, and she like turns around. It's like the fucking red eye with like with her hair covering her face, and they're like no, and she fucking like kidnaps him. It's yeah, it she's is like, get him out of here, and they they put him in a bubble and kick him out of the castle, yeah. and she yeah. just <laughs> fucking chases him down. Yes. It is a it is a pretty fucking funny show. It's definitely different for like that I've it the storytelling's a lot different, um, especially when you talk about like these different there's a lot of different animes with this basic setup. Um and the first episode kind of is like it doesn't it like really kind of explains a lot of different things. But yeah, dude, I think like the main character is pretty funny like the uh the crate his his mentor the uh the is crazy like the straight a student who who's overly jacked that they got like teleported yeah. to another world it's just so funny like there's just weird elements to it that just make it work and even after the three episodes this is like one of the one of the animes this season like i always look forward to watching since like episode two i'm like like I'm ready to watch this. Like it's 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 a good time. Right. I like how they set up, you know, the first episode that you know, he he starts off with him in class and he sees the two other students walk by and she's like the 
president of the school, the student body or whatever, and he's the vice president and they're the best, the you know, the smartest two. And they, you know, everyone just assumes they're in a relationship. And then later on it's raining and he goes to leave and his, and he's just like some average dude. He goes to leave and it's like, Oh fuck, my umbrella's gone. And he almost jacks the last umbrella there, but come to find out it was that dude's anyways. And it's like, Oh, I have a spare one. You can use that. And so they're going to leave and they're walking in the same direction and stuff. And so they're talking and then he's like, wow, you guys are way nicer than I thought you were. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, are you guys boyfriend and girlfriend? And then they're like, what? And he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And he's like, they're like, no, actually we're not a and B you're literally the first person that actually asked us. Everyone else just fucking assumes. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, it's like they start hearing bells, and he's like, I don't hear anything. And then he gets close to them and just accidentally gets sucked into the world. And they're like, yeah. yeah, you guys heard bells, right? Because that's the sign that you're getting sucked into the world. And the two are like, uh, yeah, we heard them. And he's like, I didn't hear shit. Uh, but, but yeah, she gets in there, and the one dude's like getting ready to fight the king. And they're like, uh, yeah, that's not going to do any good. Like, fucking just put your head down and deal. And then she's like, this is the best thing ever. Which was only made even funnier when, uh, you know, after his uh, torture of workouts, the whole second episode. Yeah. He's like fucking ripped and she's over there just manhandling him. <laughs> it's like, oh, maybe she's not as uh, prim and proper as her school persona is letting her to believe. Letting everyone to believe. Yeah. <laughs> she's no. just a teenage dirtbag baby. Yes. Come with me someday, don't say maybe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. That's it for today's show. Make sure you follow us for more fun and games and random bullshit. Beers exploding. Random whiskey tastings. Bourbon, I should say. Bourbon. I mean, both Got are true. Right. True. That is true. Follow us on Facebook iTunes, maybe Google Play, maybe Stitcher, all those other random places. Untapped. Sometimes people post stuff on there. Follow Danny. Sir Hobbyhead. He posts shit. He tags his Sometimes. beers. He drinks more beer than me. I think I drink I more I think I drink more whiskey than you. At least now. Drink current state. Drink. Drink, yes. Drink. Drink. Buy. Drink. Drink drink yes, buy. Probably no. <laughs> I just want to go. I just want to go to your apartment and take all of those fine spirits out and lay them on the floor and just lay with them, like, like you know, like Scrooge McDuck in the in the fucking sea of uh, gold coins. I mean, if you if you jump from high enough up up and break the bottles on your impact, <laughs> then there will be enough liquid. You might be able to do a little bit of swimming, <laughs> or you'll just be unconscious and you'll drown. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, all right, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Later. <laughs> <laughs>